It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long. And you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy, with your hosts, Eric, Isaac, and Caleb. Listen in as I discuss a variety of topics, such as our 2023 year in podcasting, the Road to Star Wars series, and Insomniac's Spider-Man games. Yeah, I was going to watch um, Suspiria uh, the day after we recorded. Um, oh. <laughs> I was going to watch Suspiria, but I totally watched Way of the Water instead and had a better time. Oh, I sure. I was sure you're going to say Interstellar again. <laughs> I watched it twice. Actually, I watched it. I may have watched it three times. Uh, uh, Interstellar, like over the weekend. My goodness. Um, yeah, I know none of you, or I don't think any of you are on Letterboxd, and you certainly don't follow me on Letterboxd if you are on Letterboxd. Because I maintain a bunch of lists on there, like my MCU ranking, my Transformer movie ranking, and my all-time favorite movie ranking, which currently has like 130 entries on it. Uh, and I've had the same top four movies, my personal ranking, for, I don't know, a decade now? Like, it's always been the same and I just changed it like two days ago or altered it for the first time like in 10 years because Interstellar had long been my fifth fifth favorite movie of all time and I totally put it in the number two space now, which- Oh, wow. That's a big deal. I mean, for me <laughs> to have to have the, the previous four movies locked in for a decade and, and this is the first time I've, I've adjusted it, so. Yeah, what did it, uh, what did it knock out of the second slot? Um, it, it knocked out second slot. Uh, I think that's Godfather part two. Oh, okay. Mm. That was in the second slot for the longest time, but now Interstellar has claimed that spot. I wanted it to claim the number one spot, but then it, I felt like, oh, you're, you're high. Like, like, oh, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, I'm curious. No, <laughs> number one. Okay. So the top four were Empire Strikes Back. Godfather Part Two, Pulp Fiction, and then Wrath of Khan. Those were the top four forever. Um, and now I I bumped up Interstellar. And honestly, I wanted to make it number one, but I just felt like that's just too crazy at this point. Um, I just I continue to love that movie more. I was listening to a bit of a uh, the Interstellar episode on Prognag, but I noticed. Um, like that episode's a little bit too difficult for me to listen to because mm-hmm. I think when I gush too much over any movie, like just too much, like it's it's kind of unpleasant for me to listen to myself in those situations, and that's kind of how that episode is. Um, but despite all the stuff I knew about the movie that I tried to cram into that podcast, um, I'm amazed that 
I've learned, I've still learned new tidbits about it since that was recorded. Like I've, I'm still learning new things about that movie that I, I, I didn't know before, even though I've practically been studying it now for like seven years, I'm still learning new things. It's crazy. Yeah, I got to catch up on some best picture because I recently uh, had a little Western marathon. Wow. And I watched both Stagecoach and uh, Johnny Guitar. So now I got to listen to those episodes. Oh, nice. Uh, that's cool that you saw those movies. Um, I, I had I had seen neither prior to us doing them. Well, Johnny Guitar was on 1001, which actually Sean ended it. And I don't know if the, the feed is, still exists, which makes me very sad for 1001. Oh, yeah. It, I, I think it's still going. He's just, yeah, maybe just sitting on it because, I mean, he's he's taken year-long, two-year-long breaks many times with that podcast. It's always... Right. I'm just real sad because um, yeah, I was incredulous about getting into that because I didn't know that I trusted this book and its selections. Mm-hmm. But as I recall, all the ones that we that I did with him, and they all just randomly came out of the book, they all surprised me. Like, like I didn't expect to like, like all the picks as much as I did, um, and so I was sad when he was like, "We're ending it," because I was like, "Man," because um, Ali fear, fear feeds the soul or whatever that movie's called. That was something that I never would have heard of, never would have watched, never would have gave a thought about if it wasn't for that podcast and that book. And I think that movie is so profound. Like it made it onto my all-time favorite list, and mm. that's all because of doing the podcast. It's it's a it's an incredible movie that you would never know about unless you were like a hyper, you know, cine snob or whatever, because it wouldn't come up anywhere except for like a book like that. Yeah, that definitely makes that stuff cool. Yeah, it makes people jump out of their comfort zone and discover all this hidden stuff, especially back before the internet. Something like that would have been very useful. Yeah, and and yeah, Stagecoach and Johnny Guitar, I hadn't seen neither before the podcast, and I really, really liked both of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm curious for you, Isaac. Yeah, go ahead. Did you listen to the uh, uh, Prince of Egypt discussion that I put out today? Uh, I got about like... Prince of Egypt? Oh, yeah. The cartoon? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, that was our 200th uh, inaugural episode. Wow. Uh, every 100 episodes, we... we um, but why was that the selection for the uh, anniversary or whatever? Because I chose it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, well, you could listen to it and you'll well, find why out. Why did you choose it is the question then. Because <laughs> it's... It, for Caleb and I, even though like Caleb's not a fan of the film... Uh, he's a, I mean, that's generalizing, of course. You have to, it's, it's kind of gray in, the, in that area. Love the like, music, love the animation. Love the music but... and the animation, but the story is a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, no, every, every hundred episodes, it, it, sure, we, we go into the whole tradition, it's tradition, of course, like to do at least a celebration at 100 because 100 means yeah. something in our society, right? So we're just like, oh, we should, you know, kind of celebrate. And so even though it's another commentary, it's a commentary over a film that, has touched one of one or the other like well, either of us is uh, significantly so the first one we did for our hundredth episode was the Iron Giant uh, to mixed reception. Nice. That's a that's a great one. Great it is a great well it is a great one but it's uh, it was a uh, not my best I will I will admit that not my best. And, oh yeah, uh, that's funny. It's just like what Eric was saying about Interstellar because you were saying you don't like it because you felt like you were gushing too much too right yep. something yep. like that no I, I i didn't i didn't come paired with an argument or an analysis so that's uh and a, and a reason behind why it's good i didn't i didn't have that 
Uh, yeah. So for two hundred, I was like, let's let's do Prince of Egypt because I I, I won't go into it, but like you can listen to the episode yourself. But like, <laughs> yeah, he came to me, and I already have <laughs> I already have three hundred, four hundred, five hundred picked out as well. So once once we get oh there, no, so. <laughs> wow, it's coming faster than you'd expect. Well, given a certain fast series, of course. <laughs> Yeah, helping us out there with ten films. Excuse me, I guess eleven by this point. But eleven, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, that, yeah, that discussion counts, I guess, but still eleven of them. Um, so yeah, we just you know I, again, it's it's an arbitrary number. It's an arbit- yeah, it's it's a standard norms. It's it's practices that a lot of like you know companies, corporations, uh, social norms. Just like a hundred means something. Oh, you don't have to explain that yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I have to like explain why 100 is important, of course. Hey, you know, Eric, uh, on his movie podcast, made a big deal about number 40. 40 is important. So, <laughs> he understands. Well, well the re- normally I wouldn't about 40, but it took like 11 or 12 years to get to 40, so that's why it seemed like, fuck. Well, we, <laughs> that's this, fair. This long to get here. Like, holy shit. <laughs> of course, there are there are over 100 entries on the feed, but that that's another story. Yeah, it's too bad for RBG that we've been so caught up with all these uh, ongoing series. Because yeah, we passed episode fifty. Could have done something big for that. Yeah, well, and I think we're coming up on to maybe sixty-five, sixty-four next. Actually, I was going to bring that up just before we record, which is, oh man, you, I am fiending for some new Strange New World. Like I am in, I am totally in Strange New Worlds mode right now mentally. I I I cannot wait. The, the premiere is this week. And I am I am so ready to go. I am so re- I think Strange New Worlds is my favorite show that's like current. That's not like heavy because maybe Andor is my favorite show, but that that's a whole different kettle of fish. But for something to just purely enjoy and not rack your brain over, I think Strange New Worlds is my favorite current show. Hmm. So I am just so effing ready. And I, I hope we can somehow work out scheduling with you and Carl. So oh, can, I hope so. So that we can be ready to go with that. Because I'm ready, man. I am ready! There you go. You've already got your uh, your stage work. Now you can jump over to the, the films and the TV. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was in one play like a year ago. And so. What? Year, year ago. Okay, this guy's drunk. Um, first off, it was a community, like, community theater which is like hey that counts that counts he says this all that's the time. more than that's more than i've been in, in terms of a play hey I've, I've i've had three roles myself on the stage there you go there you go but but two when i was like eight years old and then one when i was 18 nice <laughs> so there's a big difference <laughs> question caleb it was uh february and or january from january to february of 2020 so literally oh my god right before you know what happened. <laughs> but what what was what was in that time frame? I mean, I know what was happening worldwide, but what was happening like in reference to what? A picture or his play that he was in. Oh, okay. okay. Oh my god. Yeah. 2020. That was where I shared my or that's where I had my first like on stage kiss, which was like the like close I don't remember when it ended, but like it was like three or so weeks before they shut everything down, which was hilarious. Yeah. Funny timing. Wow, no, that, 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 wow. Time has just gotten weird ever since COVID. Oh, there's no question about that. But what, what was the play? Um, it was called, I just think, The Late Christopher Bean. And it was... And was it the setting? 
Uh, funny that you should say this. It was New England. Uh, okay. It was a New England setting, okay. so just funny how you say, like, you know, I sound like a wasp, or I look like a wasp, excuse me, so it was like, <laughs> okay. why not? Other than, like, maybe the Anglo-Saxon part, I, t I at least check off both of, like, the other two uh, letters on that category. But we spoke with southern accents instead of, like, New because New England is kind of hard, I don't want to just sound like... Wait, you only... You're only two of the letters, two of the four well, letters, not three of the four letters. Well, Anglo-Saxon is is hails from England. Like yes, I got that. So, what about the other two letters? So, I'm assuming you're not Protestant, but you're not you're not white either. No, I'm white. Okay, so that's three letters. No, I'm saying I'm not Anglo-Saxon. Oh, oh, okay. There's probably some Anglo-Saxon in me, given my. Um, oh yeah, that was my next question. Yeah, so then what art or yeah, where does your gene genealogy come from? I will I will give you a breath. I'll give you what I roughly know. Uh, so my maternal grandfather, uh, who's the only grandfather I have left alive, uh, hails from New Scotland, uh, which okay. is on the east coast of Canada. Hmm. Oh, I <laughs> otherwise know that. known as Nova Scotia. Sorry, I just always joke it's called New Scotland. Okay, Scotland okay, I know Nova Scotia. Oh, I never made that connection. Go on. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> it's, again, it's a joke. Just always like, oh yeah, New Scotland. Man, I almost feel like I'm going to get movied out, uh, like, going to the movies last week and this week, and I got more to see this week. I, I did go see Indiana Jones, and okay. Oh, there you go. Going to do a cinema quickie after this, I guess? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll probably edit it and post it tomorrow. There you go. But uh, I, I suspect I'm going to sound very, like, the tone of my voice is going to sound very monotonous or uninspired. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, have either of you seen that movie? I have. Still haven't. Saw it opening day. Oddly enough, I'm not. I'm not trying. Oh, to, so wow, opening day. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to boycott it. Or I just have yet to see it. Right. I didn't think you were trying to boycott it. <laughs> um, yeah. Although some people are at least just bizarre. I, if so, I I haven't heard about it nearly as much as. as the, but I, I can understand people loathing to go see it. Uh, but that's not. I don't consider that the same as. Uh, outright boycotting it but uh i think Caleb, when you hear my opinions on the movie i'm i'm guessing you're probably going to be on the same or i'm going to be on the same page as you i'm, I'm guessing because i don't obviously know your opinion but, but i'm guessing we might we may have similar opinions on that movie yeah i guess we'll find out oh but uh i guess before we start i should mention this so uh sean you know you saw that he uh pulled out for rogue one so me and isaac decided instead oh i didn't see that yeah, he okay. said he can't make it. Um, so me and Isaac decided instead, since we're getting so close to uh, Star Wars A New Hope, that we might as well just kick off our... I don't even know what to call that little series they were planning to do of three movies with The Hidden Fortress, THX, and American Graffiti. So we're going to start that on that day instead, if you still want to come to that. Wait, what does that have to do with A New Hope? Wait, <laughs> I got whiplash all of a sudden. Two, the two prior films that George Lucas directed which will finish up his catalog. We'll have watched all the movies that he directed. And then the major inspiration for uh, Star Wars, Hidden Fortress. We're going to watch all At three. At least one of the major influences. Okay, hold on. Say the list that you had originally said. THS 1138 and American Graffiti. <laughs> Why did I hear something totally different? I don't know. <laughs> because what I heard was something like American History X. Oh. And, and like something else, but nothing George Lucas related. That's why I was so confused. Didn't you know he was a ghostwriter on that movie? <laughs> yeah, I think that covers that. I mean, for George. 
Unless you want to watch um, like Howard the Duck or and Willow, or is that later? Yeah, those can those can come down the the pike another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, THX eleven thirty eight. Amazingly, I've never watched it. Oh wow! I have a sealed copy sitting on the bookshelf over there that uh, that I was kind of saving to try to see with my cousin. It's just I see my cousin like sometimes like you know two years in between. Uh, meetings or something so i never know <laughs> when i'm gonna see even though even though he's like usually always within 30 miles of wherever i am <laughs> there's long periods when i don't see him that's funny <laughs> that's one word to describe it and speaking of something uh something similar with isaac over there when we did our initial star wars retrospective back in 2019 i lent him my blu-ray of thx 1138 and i've been waiting to get it back all this time because we keep holding off from we're gonna when we're gonna do it so yeah, you can finally get it back. I'll finally get that thing back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the only way to watch it, right? Like you, this is the only thing that you have to watch it with. No, I recorded it on TCM. I don't know, like over a year ago, I think. Oh wow, okay. THX TCM. So show THX. Oh yeah, they they showed a lot of stuff that, some stuff that I've been looking for for ages that never really got a theatrical release. They'll show like old VHS copies of them. It's crazy the stuff they pull out. So yeah, they had THX. I'm hoping it was the original cut. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it yet. Amer- American Graffiti was the very first DVD I ever owned ever. Oh wow, that's a good memory. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to break out for the discussion. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say I, I know Eric. You said that you've gone back to Rogue One, and well, maybe I'll save this. I'll save this. Yeah, save this for pit sakes. We can't like. You know, oh, I I love talking about Rogue One. I mean, just in passing. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just say this very briefly then. Because <laughs> I know how, Eric, you were saying that now when you go back and you watch Rogue One, you just think of Andor and it, like, improves the movie. Uh-huh. As someone who is never really a big fan of Rogue One, going back to it now with Andor in my mind, I think it makes it much, much paler. I just, I can't... I knew you were going to say that. I knew yeah. you were... I <laughs> totally knew you were going to say that. And I already thought it was bad. When me and Isaac did our first commentary, I kept talking about how I thought the movie had fake characters that are designed to trick you into thinking that you're seeing real characters, but they're really just these cardboard cutouts. God, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) So, we'll get to all that. Pick whatever mythical duality of, like, night versus day, (laughs) or, like, the water dragon versus the fire dragon. I feel like, um, or, like, I feel like me and Caleb are, like, this cloud atlas pair who have to constantly yin and yang on certain subjects and and there's no way we can ever meet in the middle on certain things. And I feel like it's this eternal dance like throughout time and eras that, that like, I don't know how much you guys know about like the Zelda, um, like the, the, the the overarching storyline across all the games, but it always has to be like Ganon versus Link throughout time, like in, in multiple iterations. It's like of the same theme just being played out over and over again. And that's what I feel like we are on certain things. I don't know how they're going to translate that to a movie that like, that has to be so like, it has to be such like an intergenerational movie or just like one movie. And it's the same one each time. Well, as I said, like cloud Atlas, how it's like supposedly the same characters, like going through different eras. Um, Yeah. It's eternal dance. Uh, I knew he was going to say that. I knew it. 
totally knew it. All right, back off, boys. I'm gonna. I'm here. I'm here to bring you guys. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. It it could go no other way. Like, yeah, save the fight for Rogue One. Don't worry, it'll totally come up because again, like when we speak off mic about subjects like outside of podcasting, like or like 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 the never-ending woke debate that we have from time to time. It's it's the same Uh, thing over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's just uh, like trench warfare world war one it's an attrition uh yeah, yeah I, I eric i expect you to come uh at, to rogue one fully prepared with like essays and articles and different other oh, opinions. yeah I, I i i send my my bullet points like over the you know over the no man's land and then and then caleb just guns them down mows <laughs> mows them all down like i don't even know why i tried Aww. you try to initiate peace and caleb's always like nope and then blast you away yeah, maybe on Christmas we're gonna have that moment where we just like sing a song together <laughs> for for one day, <laughs> an armistice for one uh, day. Um, before we start the actual podcast, let me. Um, I am drinking non-alcoholic beer for the first time in my life. Wow! Oh, it's disgusting, right? Uh, it's 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 just some. No, it's not disgusting. Okay, well, actually, it's disgusting. Uh, it's just some brand I've never heard of. Um, called Athletic. Uh, and. Uh, it's just not alcoholic, but it actually tastes like it's tasty. Like it's good. Like it's it's refreshing. Um, oh yeah, it just obviously has no alcohol. Oh, it has 05 percent alcohol or less, but you can't taste. I mean, there's no alcohol. Um, no, but it's, it's it's actually nice. Yeah, I started drinking non-alcoholic beer when I quit drinking back in. Oh, I think it was 2010 when I quit drinking, and it was terrible back then, but. In the past, maybe six years, they've made some some huge improvements. Yeah, it's it's good. And um, I was I I since I was a teenager, I would always make jokes about non alcoholic beer and talk shit about it. But jokes on me now. And uh, <laughs> this is a separate conversation that I've been having, like with Sean and Josh. Like I don't know why I, I've become abstinent to alcohol over the last year and a half, two years, but I didn't. It just happened. Like I, I, I didn't plan mm-hmm. that, but I have been having the desire just to taste alcoholic beverages, like especially during podcasting, because I'm so jealous of everyone getting wasted, um, <laughs> and I'm like sober as a pickle. I just made that up, and um, and but the problem is because even though I do want to drink while podcasting, oftentimes I have to drive after, so that's the other reason. So that's mm-hmm. why I decided to give this a go, um, so I could pretend. <laughs> that I'm getting inebriated without getting inebriated. So anyway, let me go do this stuff real quick. I'll be right back. So are you still drinking your Jackson Trig Shiraz? No, tonight I'm drinking Johnny Walker Green Label. Johnny Walker Green Label. And the famous grouse, Black and Smoky. Black and Smoky. I'm having the two of them. I forgot that you... Well, do you still do Jackson Triggs or did you uh, move on to something else? Um, I just have been off wine for the past two or three months. I just uh, I just switched to whiskey and haven't looked back. I've just been just so in love with it. <laughs> I guess that's right. You were telling me that the other night. Yeah, and Brianna bought me this hundred dollar bottle of the Johnny Walker Green, and I'm I'm just in love with it. It's just so good. I love whiskey, but I'm just so basic. Like, like you know, I like, once I had Jack Daniels, I was like, I'm good. I, I, I'm sure there's plenty more amazing things to try. It's just, I never have the budget to splurge uh, on any type of alcohol. Well, I'd recommend Bullet Bourbon. 
if you like bourbon. Oh, I have had that. Yeah, that's that's quite good. I have had that. I was always drawn to the namesake, of course. Um, <laughs> so yes, I have had bullet. I have to gush for a second because um, I haven't done it in front of you guys yet. But you know, I had my 15 seconds with Haley Steinfeld. Uh, what was it last weekend or or two weekends ago? Oh my god! Oh no! But let me say. I've met some celebrities in my time, mostly at conventions, but sometimes in real life, randomly. So, you know, it's not the first celebrity type person I've run into face to face. However, that being said, I have never seen a celebrity who looks so perfect in real life. Um, and I'm not saying that she was that she's hot, even though she is hot. That's not what I'm saying. Like, she looks so perfect, like she didn't look real. Mm. Like she was almost uncanny valley. Because her skin and her hair and her makeup and her outfit and her heels, everything was so on point that she did not look like a real human being. And I saw some of the other guests at the convention and like the other people who were there, like um, Elizabeth Olsen, Brie Larson, Kit Harrington, Amelia Clark, uh, Felicia Day. They all looked like regular people, quote unquote, and they were all just dressed like in casual clothing, jeans, t-shirt you know, basic sandals. But Haley Steinfeld was like completely done up in in every way. And she just ate for that 15 seconds. I was in such shock and awe. I've, <laughs> she looked, she looked like the most perfect, like, like, um, like, like doll representation. I mean, like, like, um, like rubberized doll. Like she just looked way too perfect. And I knew she was five, eight, but, I had no idea how tall she'd be because of the heels. Mm. Um, like with the heels on, she's five eleven, um, thereabouts, and that is just crazy. Um, but anyway, just had to say, I'm completely blown away, starstruck, insane. But anyway, that's that. Uh, sounds like she should have uh, auditioned for Barbie. <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go. If that's yeah, just what you're describing, still like. She could, but she's not. She doesn't ethnically look right for the like the traditional Barbie. She could have been like one of the the alternate Barbies they have that they've been promoting. Oh boy, for the movie. But um, hey man, you put a you put a wig on her, like she probably could like pass, and you just like lighten her skin a bit if that's what you're telling me. Like she could probably play it. I mean, she could. It just probably wouldn't be the number one choice. Oh, what was I gonna say about her? Oh, oh, and if you see, if you see the photo of of me with her, it a hundred percent looks like I'm standing next to a cardboard cutout or that she was photoshopped it it does not it doesn't look real at all but and i i still look at the picture like i've been looking at it like every single day since it was taken and it that was really her i swear to god that was really her but it doesn't look like it it's actually her did she say much oh she just said something uh it was all so fast yeah um because i got okay because i got thrown off because the guy who was in front of me when he took his picture with her, he put his hand in the small of her back. And so I saw that and I was like, I'm going to do that. And as soon as I was approaching her, like one of the guys um, in the photo area was like, like, no hands, no hands. And I it, it like completely <laughs> scrambled my brain mm. when he yelled like no hands. And so I was like, whoa. And I just, I just felt like I was discombobulated. Um, I, I said something to the effect of like, oh, you're amazing. Uh, You're breathtaking. And she just said, <laughs> she just said something like, "Oh, like thank you very much" or something like that. But it, it was like so fast. It was like a weird, crazy dream. Um, yeah. 
Sorry, man. That just sounds so impersonal. Like, I'm not asking for freaking like 15 minutes of their time. I I never want that. But like, if you're on a like if you're on an airplane and they're just right there, obviously you know give them their space. But like having like you know small talk with them, that'd be that'd be the way to go. That's that's how I would. Do oh it. oh oh. No, the way the way the convention was set up, it was like either or, but not both. You had to go, either go the autograph slash small talk mm. route, or the picture was just like like super. Um, what do you call it? assembly line? Like let's go, let's yeah. go. And so I was in that track. So it, no, it, no, no shade on her at all. Yeah, no, yeah, no, nothing on that. It's just like I don't know. It just sounds seems so impersonal. Of just like here's a celebrity. Go ahead, get your picture taken. It's like yeah. No, the autograph's the better way to go. Yeah, but it's not her fault. It's just it's just like the system uh, yeah. that they had. And I will say because you know I talk a lot of shit about Brie Larson <laughs> from afar, uh, just because she gives me bad vibes in 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 uh, interviews that she does. So how was your talk uh, with her when you saw? No, her? I didn't. No, I didn't meet her <laughs> like that. But um, just kidding. But as much as I talk shit about her all the time, I kind of did a little mea culpa after the weekend. Because I was, you know, I was just noticing, like for instance, like Andrew Garfield had a very strict, like no touching policy, um, and you could tell, like in the photos he took with other people or with random people. Um, but I noticed in Brie Larson photos with random people, like she was hugging like almost all of them, and so just seeing that, I was like, all right, I feel like I can't talk as much shit about you anymore, because that seems like a really nice gesture, so. There's my Brie Larson mea culpa. And I do wonder, because, yeah, those early Captain Marvel interviews, she she did come off terrible. And she looked like she was awkward with all the cast members and stuff. Yes. But maybe to be fair to her, I mean, she was just like a like an indie actor who showed up out of nowhere and was suddenly just thrust into the spotlight. Like, maybe she didn't really know what she was, how to handle it. And she was just fucking up big time. Perhaps. Because <laughs> she really hadn't done anything. Perhaps. She's definitely a good actress. Uh, there's no doubt. I've never questioned that. But it's just, oh, man, she gives me the heebie-jeebies when she's being interviewed. Like, oh, I can't stand her. Um, but, yeah, that was nice, though. She hugged, like, a million people. It looked really nice. Okay, this this is where I come in and sound like a dick. Didn't somebody, want, didn't either one of you two say she was also acting, I don't know, high, I don't, know, I don't want to say high mighty, but wasn't she, didn't she have the, wasn't she showing those colors again uh, in the lead-up to this this new Marvel film? I, I think so. I mean, I I've probably, I may have said something like that before, but I believe she has. I'm I'm only hearing this from this guy and nobody else. So like, don't worry. I'm not like I I have not paid any attention to anything you had to do with the Marvels. I don't know. I don't know if that's coming out sooner or is that next year? I don't know. No, that's this year. Yeah, it's there's a that's uh, that's later this year. Yeah, there's a poster for it in Colossus. Is there? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it was where we were the other night or not where I saw it the other night. Oh wait, no. Yeah, no, I saw it the other night we were there. Actually, no, oh, when we went to see when we went to see the Flash. Uh, it was like on our way down to the theater. Oh, weird! They started playing trailers. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of loop. Miss Marvel. Yeah, the trailers have been out since like November of last year. Well, I know. Are they playing them in theaters or just online? Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 seen it. Um, I didn't see it on this recent movie I just watched. Oh, I actually didn't watch the trailers in this movie. Um, no, I've seen it. I've seen it um, in plenty of the movies that I've seen like in the last month. Um, yeah. And pro- probably since at least Dungeons & Dragons, they pro- I'm sure they showed the trailer 
for like every movie, almost every movie I've seen since Dungeons and Dragons has had the Mar- Miss Marvel trailer. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I usually go to the theater like twice a week, and I I swear I've I didn't even know it was out. You must not be watching like Disney associated films. I mean, by studio, I mean most of the time I don't. No, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Because I I've been hit over the head uh, with that damn trailer. Yeah, weird. Hmm. Maybe maybe they played it in front of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and I just don't remember. Yeah. They totally did <laughs> for mine. Absolutely. I they'd have to because it'd be the next mm-hmm. film, right? Unless, unless, Kib, maybe they're doing the thing that I said. No, but but the Marvels, the MCUs always play like the associated MCU trailers. Oh, I just, it's weird that to think that's, is that the next one or do they have something else in between? I, that weird. I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's the next one and it might be the last for a while because, um, because recently MCU has been doing like three releases a year, but I think yeah. this is the last three release year. And who knows when they'll have another three release year because of all the many reasons. Thank um, goodness. So. <laughs> yeah, that might be a. I mean, this in a constructive way. I think that's a good idea to. Oh, uh, I, I do get... too. But the same thing I say about Star Wars. If the movies are really good, I don't care how often they come. But if they're mediocre or bad, then obviously you have a situation. Yeah, which I feel like is inevitable if you're pumping out that many a year. That's just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Theoretically, if you try to maintain three a year you're going to have more losers um, crop up for sure. Yeah. I just mean, theoretically, if you, if you could just make them all good, then I don't care how frequently you release them. I actually watched it, which is weird because I never watch PlayStation State of Plays ever. I usually just watch uh, Nintendo Directs, but I did watch it. So with... I don't like that they're calling it this, but with Insomniac's Spider Two Spider Men, there we go. Two Spider Men, Two Spider Two Men, there we go. Um, did, okay. they, did they? I just thought it was Spider Man Two, but okay. Well, no, it's because I, I don't like calling it that. Um, okay. Did they? Uh, did they show Venom yet? I know he has the black suit, but it's like, did they show Tony Todd? I don't. Well, it's funny. I skimmed through that segment. <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, because that's the only thing I think you probably... I find. didn't see focus on that, but I'm almost certain I've seen images of Venom for that game, but maybe I was watching, like, sizzle reels or something, like, not in the state of play, because I've seen those images, but I don't recall it specifically from, from the state of play. Yeah, they're puck and hiding him. They're so Caleb, just just quickly, I'll just jump in this. Scene. So obviously, like you, you haven't played Insomniac Spider Man, the first one. You don't need to. It's not really, you know, it's it's okay. Um, the second one, they're they're hyping up the whole thing. Uh, I'm skipping it because it's it's got everything wrong with PlayStation right now. Like Sony still has their heads up their rear, and so I, I got to stay away from that. It's not it's not going to be great. Um, but the whole thing in this one is that obviously you're going to be able to play as both Peter Parker. And Miles Morales, we still haven't given him a name. I guess it's just other Spider-Man by this point, because anyway. Um, but the, the, I, what what it looks like is Craven the Hunter is going to be hunting the symbiote uh, or Spider-Man, and then like Spider-Man somehow gets a hold of the symbiote, uh, and then Venom's going to show up. Obviously, it's Tony Todd. Um, this this universe, by the way, this year this kind of takes a little bit of like the Ultimate Universe version of Venom. Where it's not an alien spacecraft, it's it's from Earth. It's a genetically engineered and created uh, organism, and it's actually kind of based off of like a cure, or it's it's kind of like carnage in a way. It's weird. So Harry Osborn is like got this degenerative disease, so it's like fucking you know uh, Norman Osborn from Amazing Spider-Man Two, 
and he's trying to like heal his son and so he's i guess created this venom organism the symbiote character and it's in so potentially harry's gonna be venom in place of eddie brock uh and it was teased in the and in, in like spoiler yeah i don't really care uh spoiler it was teased in the end of the insomniac spider-man one uh so presumably somewhat something happens uh so maybe in between some of the dlc i didn't I still haven't played all that uh so it looks like yeah i i'm I mean, i'll at least be interested to see like in like playthroughs online what's uh, it's going to look like, uh, and how Peter gets a hold of the symbiote from uh, Norman Osborn. Hey, Caleb, any any thoughts? Oh, I'm just curious. Why did you say you wouldn't play it? Because you said something about Sony being have their head head up their ass. I think you said, yeah, but I did. Yeah, exactly. I was exactly. Do you mean because of what they're doing with the story and the writing? No. no, 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 oh, no, no. Okay, no, no. this is a this is a general like this is a thing. So Microsoft is failing at bringing out ips right currently the microsoft just doesn't have any ips that they can share yeah yeah i'm aware of that yeah and so sony's the one that's winning right well the one of the problems or at least one of the like observations fans have made and or i guess players slaves whatever you want to call us when it comes to some of their like you know triple a uh first party titles such as like the last of us 2 uh horizon um forbidden west and a few other, is that they're bloated messes. They're these, uh, and Re- Thor, uh, I would say Thor Ragnarok, excuse me, but God of War, Dad of War Ragnarok. People tend, seem to like that one. Bloated messes uh, that like are oversaturated, not oversaturated, but like they're just, they're, they're overproduced. They're putting too much like money into the system. There's a lot of crunch time as well, save for that Ratchet and Clank okay. uh, out of time game or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, okay. Uh, Rift Apart, that's what it was. They were really, like, they reported there was like zero crunch made in that game. So it's like, you can play that one. It's fine. There's just these yeah, overloaded. I know, I know what you're saying though. Yeah, overloaded messes uh, and it's got to stop. We, we, we need, we have to like stop paying for this. Uh, to show them, obviously, like, you know, we mean business, and we need to start supporting indie titles instead. Yeah, but unfortunately, indie titles never get, you know, they don't have the budgets. to Like, they can make good games, but not good grand-scale games. And it sounds like the two successes of recent times, in, in terms of making an overall just really good game, I would say is probably Tears of the Kingdom, and from all accounts, um, Baldur's Gate, or Baldur's Gate 3 whatever yes yes ball get three um so hopefully games like that can can steer other producers in the right direction you know i've, I've only played the the two spider-man games on playstation just a bit both of them and i think they're really good and i'm not too concerned about you know like the story or where it goes in its own universe that's not really a big deal to me at all the only thing i don't like though is just generally how the human characters look like peter parker whom they look super generic to me they kind of remind me of just random human characters in in the newest um pokemon video games like they're just generic animated people i don't know that's the only thing i don't like other than that those games seem pretty good eric eric prefers um tarkin from rogue one over what these guys look like in their games <laughs> uh probably well if, if that's the comparison then yes um, no, they just look super generic. They just look like stand-ins. Like I don't know. That's that's the only turnoff. Other than that, I think those great those games look great. Man, uh, did you play or did you see gameplay of Avengers or uh, sorry, Crystal Dynamics Avengers? 
No. Oh. Okay. You want to? If you want to talk about, like, oh wait, is that the one that is that the one that bombed? Yes. Yeah, I'm not into that. Okay, so don't worry, I'm not gonna crap on it because it's too easy. But I'm, I will say that was <laughs> one of the like jokes and memes that players were saying uh, that all the adventures look like you know their their stunt doubles like that. Yeah. Space yeah. Balls. Yeah. 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 I definitely don't like that. Uh, these are their stunt doubles. Um, I, I don't have a problem with that. Um. See, okay, but you know, so this is, a, this is an interesting thing, Caleb. So in, in the first Spider-Man, uh, Insomniac Spider-Man, so they had this face. The face for Peter Parker looked, I, I think it looked really good. I think the model needed to be bulkier, if that makes sense, because some people pointed out online, you can, you know, you observe, observe if, you, if this is true or not. Like, some people point out online how, like, Peter Parker out of suit and then Peter Parker in the suit look like two different people because of like their body structure. Cause you know how like, you know, tight the suit is supposed to be. And it's like, eh, I don't know if Peter's that bulk cause he kind of should be in a way. Anyway. Uh, but so there was this face and he's kind of really good face. Very attractive face. I must say. And then when they re-released uh, Insomniac Spider-Man for the PS5, they actually went ahead and used a different model. Like they used, they used real life models and they changed one. Uh, and this guy, this guy looks like a spinning image of Tom Holland. Mm. And it was so weird. I was like, "This, wow!" Like, I it's it was a, like a yeah. That's kind of weird too. Yeah, they're both weird it was to a me. Face swap, and I was like, "I don't agree with this at all." Because I I grew I fell in love with like you know the first Spider Man's face there. Um, everybody else's face is okay. I, I don't really like MJ's face. Uh, it's it's all, and she's obviously too much like Lois Lane or April Lineal, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's just me being uh, a loser and and not having oh, any like, real statements and not objectively <laughs> bringing any like criticism to the table and just like you know nitpicking. Uh, it's not case. that. It's not that. <laughs> I promise we're gonna begin momentarily. But apropos of nothing, um, I Ubered this guy home the other day. There's this um, Japanese chain, sort of like arcade entertainment, kind of like. Um, Dave and Buster's. Anyway, this guy happened to be like the closing manager of round one. He's a young guy, like young 20s. And I think he was like an introverted otaku type of guy, if I'm going to stereotype. And I was just driving him home and I was just asking him about where he worked because I didn't really know much about it. Sounds cool, whatever. And then he was telling me how he's into, um, you know, Naruto and all that. And so, you know, I brought up the One Piece live action and he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And he hadn't really watched the anime before. I just kind of explained it to him, blah, blah, blah. And when we got to his destination, he was just like, is this like a normal Uber ride? And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've never had an Uber ride like this in my life. He's like, this is the best Uber ride ever. <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. I like to think most of my rides are like this. But yeah, no, just sharing that. It was it was one of the good ones. I have good ones like that sometimes. And another thing I do sometimes is I'll I'll drive a, like a Gen Zer or a millennial 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 who will be telling me, "Oh, I'm starting to get into grunge music," or uh. or or some music from like the 2000s or the 90s or the 80s. And oh, if somebody says that to me, and they're a young person, I just start becoming like a little uh, DJ and start oh. Well, if you like this, you're gonna like this. Those rides always go good too. I like those ones where I give out my musical uh, um, suggestions. But anyway, that's enough blowing smoke up my own ass. Eric, you at least made a difference to that guy and made his day uh, a little more better. So thank you for doing that. You're awesome. Yep. 
I'm just being me, but I just thought it was funny. He's like, is this a normal Uber ride? He's like, never had anything like this. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You made that introvert, introvert feel at home and uh, in a safe place. Yeah. <laughs>